I want to talk about something that I struggled with for the better part of my 20s, and that is guilt. I used to feel so guilty about even asking myself the question of what is my purpose? What is a life of meaning for me? What does that look like? How do I find fulfillment, right? How do I find my passion? How do I do work that feels like it's aligned with my passion? All these incredibly privileged first world questions that we luckily get to ask ourselves, right? I used to grapple with both feeling ardently that they were important questions to me and also feeling incredibly guilty and selfish and indulgent for even bothering to ask myself these questions. And I was stuck in that limbo, just completely torn in two for the majority of my 20s. Let me tell you guys, it was not that fun. I was really stuck in between what felt like a rock and a hard place. And I didn't feel like I wanted to choose between fulfillment and stability. And I just wasn't brave enough to pick one path over the other. In fact, I actually repeatedly tried to be the kind of person who wanted conventional success over everything else. And I repeatedly failed until I finally had to admit to myself, I just don't care about that. I really don't. Let me just give myself the full freedom to pursue the thing I do care about, which is meaning and impact and being of service and finding alignment. Like those are the things that I care about for better or worse. And I've tried to be the person who doesn't and I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And for the longest time, I felt like the biggest loser, the biggest failure because I couldn't just buck up and make myself care about those things. But once I actually just finally gave myself permission to be who I actually am and care about the things that I actually care about, it was like liberation. It felt like I had finally given myself permission to just be in my most natural state. And then, you know, there are a lot of other things that happened at the same time to, I think, create some of the more recent breakthroughs in my life. But this was a really big one, getting over this guilt, getting over my immigrant guilt, Honestly, that was the crux of it for me. But I think it looks different for everyone, right? I mean, we all have some internalized sense, I think, of who am I to want this thing? Who am I to have this thing? Who am I to dare, right? How dare I want more, basically? And why can't I be happy with what I have? This is what I'm supposed to want. This is what happiness is supposed to look like. I did all the things, jumped through all the hoops, collected all the shiny badges and all the accolades, and I should be fulfilled. If any part of you can relate to this, I want you to know that you're not alone because I've experienced this. I know a lot of other people who have. It's normal. I'm incredibly human and nothing to feel guilty or ashamed about. Because chances are, if you're listening to this episode and if you've been listening to my podcast for this long, then you probably have your basic amenities taken care of. You probably have your survival needs covered, right? The bottom of Maslow's hierarchy of needs is probably kind of a done deal for you. And is that a place of tremendous privilege and fortune to be able to say, absolutely, 1000%. And at the same time, if those bases do feel like they're more or less covered and we have these questions of what else is there? Can I find deeper meaning? Can I find greater contribution? And fulfillment? Like, is it a bad thing that we're asking ourselves that? I really don't think so. I think once those foundational layers are taken care of, we kind of naturally, inevitably want to move up the ladder, right? So that's just a bit of an aside for anybody who struggles with this because I used to, and I really could have benefited from somebody just telling me this, telling me that I wasn't being selfish or wrong for wanting these things, for wanting more, and not even just wanting more, right? It wasn't like I wanted more money or more success. I wanted more alignment. I wanted more fulfillment. And for the longest time, I didn't give myself full permission to want those things. And I tried to repress it. And I tried to want what I didn't actually want. And what I have learned after years of trying to force myself to want the things that I didn't want is that you can never really make yourself want something. You want what you want and you don't want what you don't want. You can want to want something, but that doesn't mean you're going to actually want. 
That is one of my key learnings from my 20s and, you know, better late than ever. But now I do finally feel like I have come out on the other side of that. And I feel like I'm somebody who loves herself enough to give myself permission to want what I want and to be who I am and to care about the things that I care about. I have my priorities and they're going to look different than somebody else's and that's okay. For the longest time, I internalized all this shame and social conditioning from whoever, society, my family, whatever it is, and thought that I was wrong and bad for feeling this way. But something in me was just irrepressibly desiring something more. And when I finally just decided to fully surrender to that part of me, that is actually when the breakthroughs started to happen for me. So just know there is light at the end of the tunnel. You're not wrong for wanting more. In my particular case, I'll share this with you guys in case it's useful. The thing that was really hard for me to get over was I had a lot of immigrant guilt. Like immigrant guilt, immigrant child guilt, that was a big one. Because I witnessed mom make so many sacrifices for us. I mean, that's kind of just the formative memory of my entire childhood is just one long unbroken string of sacrifices, one after another that my mom made, compromising herself and so many things that she wanted in order to give me a better life. And there was a lot of chaos and instability and sometimes, you know, a lot of emotional turmoil that was our reality because of that, because of our transition from post-Soviet Mongolia to Sacramento, California, just trying to establish some sort of foundation for our lives. Like there was a lot of sacrifice involved in that. And I witnessed a lot of that and I really, really internalized it. And some of it was positive because it gave me a bit of a chip on my shoulder. And I think that can get you far to an extent, right? It makes you want to be, in my case, it was this feeling of, I want us to be unfuckwithable. I want us to be so successful and so safe. Nobody can hurt us ever again. Like that, I think, was my major unconscious motivation for so much of my childhood, which is why I think I was so ambitious, even as a little kid. That can only take you so far, especially if you're somebody who, for better or worse, wants to be led by what makes you come alive. And what makes you come alive doesn't give a shit about being unfuckwithable. It doesn't care about status. It doesn't care about money. It just wants to express who you are and shine your light. Those things can be intention. So I had to navigate that limbo for a long time because I was unwilling to let go of the things that I used to be motivated by and not quite willing to surrender to the things that actually mattered to me. And I was basically torn, kind of like in those cartoons, you know, when like Wile E. Coyote or something is like, caught between two cliffs and is just kind of stretching out like Laffy Taffy. Like that's how I felt a little bit between my various motivations, the different parts of me. And that is quite a limbo and it can last as long as you are unwilling to let go and just truly surrender and have trust. And turns out I was willing to be in that limbo for quite a few years. So that was a big part of my lost, stuck, confused kind of phase. But you know, at the same time during that phase, I was trying a lot of things. I look back and I'm like, every single one of those experiences was literally perfect. It all led me here in ways that came together more elegantly and more beautifully than I could ever have imagined or guessed. And that's perfect. In a way, it's perfect. But still, I think that if I had more faith and more willingness to accept myself and the things that I cared about, I could have gotten here probably a little bit faster. I don't regret a thing, but for anybody who is listening, I guess this is kind of like a little therapy session. This episode is just me saying it's okay. You're on the right track. You have nothing to worry about. You're not crazy. You're not delusional. You're not spoiled. You're not greedy. You're not selfish. You're not any of the things that the little gremlin in your mind is telling you that you are for wanting what you want. 
It is absolutely okay. And all you need to do is give yourself full acceptance and permission and forgiveness for who you are and what you actually desire. And when you do that, you will find that it unlocks greater possibility. It can lead to breakthroughs. That is a beautiful, liberated place to be. So I don't know if that helps, but if there is any guilt in you, if there is any guilt about who might want this thing, how dare I want more, it's so selfish and spoiled of me to want this. If you're thinking, you know, like, how could I want this when there are so many people in the world who don't even have the privilege to be able to ask themselves or what their passion might look, that's okay. I think it's incredibly important to have that perspective of we are so fortunate. Like chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you have so much more than so much of the world. And I do too. And it's really important to remember that, not only because it's true, but because it grounds us and it kind of takes us momentarily off the hedonic treadmill. But at the same time, if you do have these things, it's only natural to ask yourself, what more is there? How can I go deeper? How can I do more? How can I contribute more? How can I find more meaning? It's beautiful that we get to ask that. It's kind of what's quirky and different about us as humans, right? We're animals, but we also have this weird desire to ask ourselves these questions and to question what else is really out there and what else life can offer to us. I think that for those of us who truly lean in and surrender to that question, the things that we can create are incredible and the impact that we can have is significant. So I don't think purely selfish or greedy or wrong to ask yourself, what else is there? How can I feel more aliveness and fulfillment? I think it can actually be where we unlock our greatest potential. And often that's tied to our greatest service. So anywho, those are my thoughts. In case it's helpful, I want to pass along this message of self-acceptance, of really honoring your desires, not making them bad, not making them wrong, not making yourself bad or wrong but just purely, truly accepting and forgiving yourself. You don't need anybody else's permission. And whoever's voice is in your head telling you you're wrong to want what you want, it's now your job, your homework, to acknowledge those voices, understand that they're not coming from you intrinsically, that they're probably inherited from someplace else, and then to gently, lovingly release them. So with that, I leave you guys to the rest of your weekend, and I will see you and talk to you tomorrow.